Are you happy in your business? Now, I have had my share of emotional ups and downs in my 20 years of being a solo entrepreneur coach. And the patterns I've seen in myself and in my clients is that those downs are usually when I was personally feeling unfulfilled. Sometimes it was because a launch that flopped and sometimes it was just life and had nothing to do with business. But those ups, oh boy, those are the times when I was feeling my most authentic and completely aligned to my purpose or when I just felt like I was rocking that work-life balance. I would be thinking, I could do this all day long and never feel tired. One of my loves is sharing what works for me and what has been working for my clients to achieve this very feeling, full of passion, happiness, peace, and freedom. So I decided to create a private podcast for coaches. Maybe you just want to develop better communication skills that boosts engagement, leads to better results, and makes you feel like you're actually making a difference in the lives of the people you serve. Then you're invited too. We talk about this and more in the UBU private podcast for coaches. Whether you're a mentor, a parent, or run a client-focused business, coaching skills benefit everyone and anyone who wants to communicate in a way that builds relationships. Fall in love with your life and business again. Click the link in the show notes for your invitation to join us right now. Then come back and enjoy this episode. You have three in there. And I was just floored, devastated, uh, because it's not what I had envisioned. And the more I grow and understand myself, I see why I was so disappointed, which for a long time I felt bad saying, but now I say it openly because motherhood journey is very particular. (laughs) And um, I felt like I was losing the spotlight. I was losing who I was by having three kids at the same time, because there was just no room for me. It's time to stop comparing yourself to others and plug in to what is uniquely you. Welcome to Unbox Your Personality, the podcast for coaches, parents, and mentors like you who understand that your happiness makes you more effective at what you do, bringing out the best in others. I'm Jen Higgins, personality strategist and Enneagram fluff remover. Get laser focused on who you are and who you aren't, so you're free to make the impact you were born to make and have fun doing it. Your personality is your business. So let's get down to business. Hello, Marta. How are you doing? I am great. So excited to chat. I am excited too. I've been looking forward to this all day today. (laughs) So before we get started, could you just let the listeners know who is Marta Spurk? Oh my goodness. In a nutshell, so many different things, so many facets, and we will talk about why there's so many facets (laughs) too. Uh, But well, I'm originally from Brazil. I uh, started as an entrepreneur at 14 years old. I started teaching English and I've been obsessed with the English language, with the American culture from a very young age. And it really became evident once I took it upon myself to tutor people English and to actually make money off of it. Um, I went on to get a degree as a translator and interpreter, and I still work as an interpreter for Colorado courts where I live. Um, So languages, cultures, really understanding human beings has always been my thing. 
And then in 2016, I gave birth to triplets. And that was a whirlwind of total plot twist. Was not expecting that. Nobody would ever expect that. And it put me on this path of self-discovery, really understanding who I am, what am I teaching these kids? And a lot of it because of the pressure of, I don't get a do-over. It's all happening at the same time. And it's, you know, it's very overwhelming in so many ways. And many people would take that as a chance to not do anything else. But as we will discuss here, this was, <laughs> this was the reason why I took something else is, is because of this need to find myself. And also because I knew I had a calling and growing up in church has a lot to do with that too. Um, knowing that I was called to speak and called to help. I just didn't know who or where or how and having my triplets really pushed me to say, you need to find this. This is the time now more than ever. And now I help women, especially women entrepreneurs, kind of on the similar, similar way of finding themselves and honoring themselves, accepting themselves for who they are so that then they can sell, serve their audience in a more authentic way that is in alignment and in integrity with who they are. It's beautiful. And I know that you've had quite a journey since having the triplets yes. <laughs> and discovering. Um, I'm, it was a surprise, right? The triplets yeah. were a surprise. Oh, how, did yeah. you, how did you find out? I mean, was the pregnancy a surprise or were just the triplets a surprise? The triplets. So I had been uh, trying for a, a little over a year. And then we decided to go see what was going on and if we needed additional help. And I did go through a hormonal treatment like uh, to stimulate hormones because my cycles were irregular. So it helped with the ovulation process, but everything other than that was natural. Conception was natural. And because we were doing the treatment, I found out really early on when I was pregnant because everything was scheduled pretty much like it was scheduled intercourse. And then they said two weeks later, you have to take the test to see if it worked. And sure enough, it did. And then when I went to get the ultrasound to make sure everything was okay, because it was obviously that I was pregnant, I actually went by myself because I'd been going to to the appointments by myself since I was going so often to check on the eggs and all the things. And then that's when they saw the three uh, gestational sacs. And I was like, what does this mean? Well, you have three in there. And I was just floored, devastated uh, because it's not what I had envisioned. And the more I grow and understand myself, I see why I was so disappointed, which for a long time I felt bad saying, but now I say it openly because motherhood journey is very particular. <laughs> and um, I felt like, and we're getting into more of it here, but I, I just want to say this. I felt like I was losing the spotlight. I was losing who I was by having three kids at the same time, because there was just no room for me and all my hopes and dreams of things I wanted to accomplish. It was like, everything's going to be in the back burner now because I, there's three, there's not one that I can leave with somebody and go do stuff, you know? And, uh, so yeah, it was a shock. It was hard. Um, and I didn't process a lot of those emotions right away because I had to be strong. Mm. I had to go through it and I didn't want to pass these feelings to my baby. So I remember throughout pregnancy, I was just focusing on being positive on being optimistic, which comes easy and naturally to me in that situation, not so much. Mm. And I feel like I did a pretty decent job with that. But then postpartum is when all that stuff started resurfacing. And I know working on my business has helped me so much and process all that. Yeah. And so when you started doing the self-discovery, what were some of the things that you were doing in order to find yourself? Yeah. So I was reading lots of personal development books and uh, that's when I started my podcast and I was interviewing lots of people. And this is how the Enneagram came about was that I interviewed someone that uh, was a transformational coach. And one of the tools that she used was the Enneagram. 
And I was like, oh, this sounds so interesting. I'm going to take the test. And that was just, just the beginning of it all. And me finding so many resources and bawling my eyes out, understanding, my gosh, this is who I am. This is why I've lived my life this way. And it helped me so much as an entrepreneur, because we always hear so much about being vulnerable and talking about yourself, but I didn't know about myself enough to be vulnerable. And the Enneagram really allowed me to pull all that stuff out and be like, wow, facing myself in the mirror, not really enjoying it, but choosing to accept it and love it anyways. And so that's why this is what I help women with now. <laughs> exactly. It's funny how it works out that way. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> Sometimes it's the things that we resist are the very things we need to face. Well, yeah. I'll say every time. <laughs> every time. Yes. <laughs> So share with everyone what the test told you about yourself. So from the get-go, it was the three. And before and even after, when I was reading through the types and even asking people, do you think you see me in this, like close friends? They would always say, I looked more like a seven. And that, because of the deceptive nature of the three, it's so easy for me to put on that mask and to be different people and pretend different things. And that's why this process has been so revealing and so amazing because it's been a process of me being honest with myself so that I can truly be honest with other people. It really starts with myself and the three has that tough time in facing their own feelings because they're always looking outside of themselves for that validation, for that recognition. And when I realized that I lacked self-love, I was floored. I would never expect that. And, you know, that my sense of confidence was really, uh, me seeking for validation, because that's what people would look at me. They're like, oh my gosh, you're so confident. And then realizing this is not confidence. This is just this aggression that comes with this type because I'm so thirsty for that love (laughs) and realizing that it was a bottomless pit that I was never going to find that outside of myself. And it was, it was a void that I had created a void that didn't exist, but that I had created. And then once I was able to see all of those things, it was like, all right, now we begin the work of learning ways to validate myself, myself. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to help so many threes. I know it is that, that are listening. Uh, I love that you said that other people said that you looked like mm-hmm. a seven because sometimes we type ourselves based off of what other people who we think know more about the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do know more about the Enneagram, but they don't know more about you. You know yeah. more about you than they do. Um, mm-hmm. In general, threes sometimes struggle with that. But um But yeah, so threes are dubbed the social chameleon, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it it does have a lot to do with the the self-love. Now, all the types can um, struggle with self-love, but it's for different reasons. But for the three, it is that validation. It's it's wanting to be um, accepted for who they authentically are, but they don't quite know who they are authentically. And so they morph basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) they morph into who they think the person they're in front of wants them to be Mm -hmm. and it's so exhausting yes it is exhausting (laughs) in fact i'm um working on my my i'm having a challenge in a couple of weeks nice and one of the things i said it's so exhausting trying to adapt your style to other people so let's try it a different way Mm -hmm. and so um because it is exhausting and it's not healthy. No. Not healthy at all. 
So I love that you even said I had to be honest with myself because the threes, like their their deadly sin is deceit, right? Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. a it's a self-deceit. And the irony is, is that people, when they look at threes, they would not guess, oh, she doesn't love herself. Mm-hmm. That was, does not look, it doesn't look like that. Right. And I think it's because of that chameleon. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And this is what I started noticing uh, in myself, especially being so public and so open with my life because of my business. Um, once I started sharing these things, people were like, wow, I would have never guessed, or I would have never known. And, um, I started attracting lots of people that didn't feel confident. The ones that are shy, I tend to attract lots of twos because they're so selfless and they admire my selfishness. And I have learned to see that that's why it's so nice that we complement each other as types, because what these people see in me as such a strength to me, now, when I understand this, it can be such a weakness. You know, you, you look at these people that achieve all of these things and you don't understand the emptiness that they feel inside of themselves because it's never enough. They just want more, 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 more until you hit that point, uh, that kind of reckoning point of, is it, it, what else is it going to take you to realize that this is not going to fulfill you, that this is not going to validate you, that it has to start from yourself? Like what else? do you need to do what huge failure do you need to, to endure to really get to that point? And to me, I feel like the combination of the triplets that not that that was a failure, but like I said, it was that impossible situation in my head. Like I knew I had to handle it and I would, because I'm so, you know, goal oriented. I, there's no way I'm not going to make this work. I'm going to make it happen. And because what are you going to do if you have triplets, regardless of what the type you are, <laughs> you're going to handle it. You're going to do whatever needs to be done, mm-hmm. you know? But with that resentment within that, this is not what I had pictured for myself. So what am I going to do now? You know, and starting a business and being an entrepreneur, there's a, that's a sure way to humble a three really, really good because it's not studying for a test and acing it. It's not, you know, pleasing your boss and being recognized. There is no one there to pat you on the back, but yourself. So this has been the journey of me learning, you know, once and for all, if, if, if I have to learn something and it is to appreciate myself and to be more patient with myself, I think that's one of the biggest lessons that the threes are always thinking that they should be farther ahead. And it's hard when somebody points out my flaws and my mistakes, because I am, I'm so confident that I can accomplish anything, but it's even harder for me to look at where I am and, and accept that, that it's great. Because I can do so much more. (laughs) Why would I just stay here? And it's in that acceptance and love of myself. So I feel like these two challenges combined, having triplets and starting my own business have been my path to living a more integrated life, a healthier space of the three, because I'm faced with myself so much, you know? And so and this is what the threes need is to really take a good look at themselves and realize I can't do it all. Are you feeling a bit disappointed that you haven't finished that project yet? Are the kids' schedules impacting your business? Or are the demands of your business affecting your relationships at home? 
Maybe you need a magic formula for that work-life balance before your fire gets so dim or it completely burns out. I've been there. There was a point in my life where I was juggling two businesses and homeschooling and had personal health issues. There was barely time to even connect with myself, much less connect with my husband. When I was finally officially diagnosed with ADHD, I felt like that explained everything. I had a new perspective and started approaching things in a new way. So I created a guide containing 20 tips that I personally use, and they have worked for me for helping me stay on course with my goals. Now, you might not have ADHD, but I bet you can relate to having a million distractions during the day. So if you're ready to stop procrastinating or stop being hard on yourself for missing yet another deadline, self-imposed or not, go ahead and download the guide at powercoachgen.com. If you just find one tip from the list that helps you move forward today, you will be so glad you took the time to read it. Go to powercoachgen.com and download the guide right now. It is okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, I just want to kind of compare everything that you're saying with the type seven, Mm -hmm. just in case someone's hearing this and and they're really relating, relating to it because the type sevens can, and the type eights, they can feel that same, same way of wanting to do more and accomplish more and feeling compelled to do that, but it's for different reasons. Right. So for threes, it's more of an emotional need. Um, and if, and if threes don't meet that need, there's shame involved with that, a guilt feeling. Um, I guess shame's a better word than guilt there, but, uh, for sevens, it's more of an anxiety. So I I feel calm. I'm a seven. So I feel calmer the more I achieve, the more I do, but it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily for an emotional need. It's to calm myself down Mm -hmm. so that I feel safe and secure. So it's a security issue. And then for eights, it is to make an impact. They feel like they have to do and do and do. And if they can't do all the things that they want to do, they're angry about it mm-hmm. <laughs> because they know that they're strong and they're powerful and, and that they're capable of doing it. And so just to juxtapose those, those are the different um, aggressive types from the different yeah. triads. And so I like to teach the triads because if we don't, sometimes we can get lost in and these similarities and think that we're one type versus the other and really, um, and really be like, Oh, I really resonate with that. Now I'm all confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. happened to a lot of people. It's happened to me before, before I really understood the Enneagram with the method that I've, I've been currently using. Yeah. And I love that you said for different reasons, because I think that's the biggest thing when you're in doubt and that's what helped me really identify. No, I, I am not a seven. Like I, resonate. I understand. And I I attribute that a lot to being a Sagittarius as well, which is the fun adventurous type. Like I'm always up for trying something new, but at the end of the day, like even feeling bored or not finishing things, that is something that I feel too. But the reason is not because I'm looking for that entertainment. It's because I'm looking for that validation. Once I sense that I'm not getting anything out of it, nobody's recognizing me moving on next thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That is, that is a big a big difference. And of course, sevens could want that, want that recognition, that recognition to that attention. Um, but it is, 
it's because they feel a, the validation is in what they think about themselves mm -hmm. instead of versus a three is how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's this very small nuance yeah. that if we really understand the triads, we can grasp it so much easier and have that more intuitive feel mm -hmm. so that when we are working with other types uh, that we can under, understand that. And I love number one, how integrated you are. And I mean, I've, we met last year and I've watched you and I thought you were very well integrated then. And just the more I've watched you, the more I've just seen that healthy six come out in you. And it's, it's just been wonderful to watch. I've loved watching it, but I think a lot of what the listeners are going to get from your story is that threes aren't necessarily these narcissistic, you know, um, ends justifies the means I'm going to win, beat all, I'm a winner, you're a loser kind mm -hmm. of, kind of people. They have a heart. They yes. do. And um, I mean, every type has something about them that can stereotype them. And yeah. that's something I want to bust. I just want to bust these stereotypes that we are people. We mm -hmm. all want to be ourselves and be okay with being ourselves. And we all want to, we want to feel okay. We want to feel happy and we want to have freedom and feel peaceful, but we all behave differently yeah. to achieve those same things. And so mm -hmm. I think that helps bring that compassion piece when we're working with other people to realize yeah. we all want the same thing. We just go about it and cope with it in a different way. Yes, I love that. Yeah. So, so tell me, tell me something else. Tell me another story. Yeah. Well, I love, well, first and foremost, thank you for saying that I, that you perceive me as an integrated three, because, um, another temptation of the three <laughs> is to always think that I'm behind to always think that I could be better. Right. So, and because I seek the validation and words of affirmation is my go-to, I really have to say, I appreciate from an expert <laughs> saying that you have noticed, um, my growth and my, my, um, really the ability of this humility, which is the healthy tendencies of a six. Um, Cause that has been very like the change in me was noticing when I, when I shifted from that scarcity mindset from an, to an abundance mindset, because everything has always been competition in my mind. I mean, from a young age competing with my sister, competing in school. It was always about being the best at everything I did. And if I could not be the best at it, I didn't want to do it. And, you know, I, I would want to try it, but it would frustrate me if I couldn't get it fast enough mm -hmm. because I'm so great at everything. Why is this so hard? And that's why, again, going back to the triplets, right? It's an impossible situation. How do you excel in that? You just survive it. You know, <laughs> how do you, you know, and I mean, with motherhood in general, but it, it it's just so convenient that a three would had would have triplets, you know, like you want to do everything, Marta, then here it is, you know, do it, <laughs> you know? So it's like, wow, this was my wake up call, you know, such a gift, such a blessing that many would see, you know, you were wanting to get pregnant and you got three out of the deal. That's amazing. But now I see it with other eyes. It was like, this was my life's lesson of putting myself a little bit in the back so that other people could try, could thrive and benefit from what I have. And I think business-wise now, this integration and this humility is showing up in building a business that is more serving as opposed to self-serving. Mm -hmm. Because I think all of us go through this. And this is something that I'm noticing too more in my content is how 
I used to think that, you know, the high achievers, the high performance were by default threes. And now I see that entrepreneurs in a general sense, they are high achieving. They may not be all threes, but they all struggle with similar feelings that threes struggle with at such a high intensity. And so that's why I am so passionate about this, because if anyone knows feeling disappointed in yourself and resenting yourself, it's me. So I can help these people by saying, I understand this because this is how I've lived my life for the last 34 years. So I can help you love yourself a little bit more because this is what I'm learning, you know, and focusing so much on that self-love and in understanding that my fulfillment, especially business-wise, is not going to come from just people telling me that I'm amazing. It's going to come from me seeing the transformation that people can go through because of me. That is the service. And with me growing up in church, and uh, understanding that I had this calling, all of it is coming together for me to see I am supposed to be in front of people. Because that was one of my fears too, once I understood my tendencies. It's like, so what then? I have to do nothing? And then understanding that the nines, right, is like the depressed state or the unhealthy state of the three. It's either all or nothing. I'm either doing everything or whatever. I'm closing up shop, not doing anything because it's not working. Instead of meeting yourself in the mid middle and understanding that there can be a balance, right? I can forfeit some of the stuff. And usually now I'm seeing the stuff that I can forfeit is the stuff that is self-serving because it's not going to get me anywhere. So now I can look at all the million plates that I am juggling and balancing and be like, Oh, is this for my, my own benefit? Drop it. Right. Cause it's, it's not going to fulfill me. I used to think that it would. So that's why I pursued it. And now as I understand more about myself, I see, I can let it go. It's not going to make that much of a difference. In fact, it's going to hurt me more than help me. Yes, yes. Now, you said something interesting, so I want to make a point. Yes. Um, you said that the threes go into nine, um, and you used the word unhealth. Is that the word you used? Unhealthy, yeah. Unhealthy um, go into the nine. So it could be yes and it could be no. Mm, okay. So the way I view it and the way... Um, a lot of, not every Enneagram expert agrees with this, but from my experience, I see it and it makes sense that we have two different continuums. We have stress and security and we have health and unhealth. So, you know, from my, you took my mini course that I talk about the ladder of awareness and that's our health and unhealth. And that's going up and down our ladder to get out of our box. But these arrows that go to stress and security, they are, uh, those are things that we can't really help because stress is going to come. We can't really make decisions about when we're going to be stressed and when we're not going to be stressed. It's kind of like, you know, if we have an accident and we, and we get cut, you know, we, we got cut. (laughs) We can let it heal and and be healthy, or we can pick the scab off of it and let it get infected and be unhealthy. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of the the latter becomes a choice, but the arrows not necessarily. Okay. So, So in, so to encourage you that if you do see nine traits in you, we can use that as a the red flag. Okay. Okay. How can I choose a healthy response here? Or how can, or am I choosing an unhealthy response? Mm -hmm. Because one of the blind spots really is the healthy traits of our stress number. Mm. What are the healthy responses that we can have when we are in stress? We Mm. grow so much. So much. And on to the same point, we can also have unhealthy traits of a six. Right. 
Mm, that's interesting. Okay. I'll, I'll dig through that <laughs> and pay more attention. <laughs> yeah. And just to, I, I think it gives us hope because oh, yeah. sometimes when, when we start, so like for me, I'm a seven, when I start hearing myself shooting in my, in my one and be like, oh, I should have done that. I should, I could really shame myself and, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I'm in my one. I must be unhealthy. No, I'm in my one. I'm under stress. Mm-hmm. So wake up call, you know, red flag. I'm under stress. What is stressing me out? How can I respond to this in a healthy mm-hmm. way with boundaries? Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Totally makes sense because it's not looking at the ladder, but looking at the, the stress yeah. over there. Okay. No, I love that. I'm going to have to pay closer attention to it. Yeah. Cause we can't, I mean, stress is going to happen. Oh yeah. Right. When you have triplets and a husband who broke his arm or broke yes. his, did he break, he, he, bro- he broke his collarbone, his collarbone. Yep. So that's definitely testing me. <laughs> what and, the was he doing? Uh, he was riding his one wheel after work to de-stress. And then of course oh. he, he took it too hard and couldn't run it off because he was going too fast. So Oh, the need for speed, the need for speed. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, I'm sorry. You have to go through that. So how was that testing your three? Also in this, the sense that I can't do everything that I want to do and it feels so constricting and I see myself getting stressed out and the temptation of either being uh, bitter about it or I'm not just, I'm just not going to do anything then screw it all. And instead being accepting of a situation that it's just a season and that the world is not going to end. I just got to focus on what, what needs my attention right now, instead of how I want to put myself first in this situation and how my needs are more important in this situation, because that's usually what I end up doing is looking at where I'm needed and, uh, accepting that, whatever is going to come like good things that I want for myself that I can have to hustle and go, go after, but they're going to come to me regardless. And, and this is really, this has been the, the biggest challenge for me because I'm such an aggressive type of, I'm going to make it happen. If there is no door, I am going to literally hammer the wall down and create a door for myself. And I've always prided myself in this because people admire it. So I'm like, man, I must be onto something, you know, but I didn't realize until having triplets, how stressful that is for me, how unhealthy that is for me, not only for me as a person, but for my relationships, when I'm forcing things over and over again. And for what, what am I getting out of the deal? If I'm stressed and if I'm not going to feel fulfilled five minutes after accomplishing it, you know, it's like, is it really worth it? Hmm. Kind of weighing things down a lot more. (laughs) And again, being more, um, patient with myself and with everybody around me instead of having to bulldoze my way through everything. Yeah, I love it. So I'm, I'm hearing lots of healthy six and healthy nine as you're processing that oh, so that's good. with, you know, sixes want being okay and actually preferring sixes prefer to be behind the scenes mm-hmm. and being in the background. They want to serve but from the backseat mm-hmm. and nines being the go with the flow. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the flow because I know everything's going to work out and, yeah. and I can trust in the process. Let's mm-hmm. not, why, why bother when it's all going to work itself out? Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy we're having this conversation right now because it's really validating 
how I feel so different about this because I remember when the pandemic hit, I was about to lose my SHIT, like literally, because everything went off the rail. Like I had my kids in school. I was running two businesses at the same time with my interpreting and with the coaching. Like I had all this time in the world. And then all of a sudden everything got stripped away of me. It was like the do-over of when I first had triplets. It's like, are you freaking kidding me right now? I just reestablished myself after three years. Now I go through it again. And you know, now that we're talking about it, it makes so much sense that I was able to make 2020 my best year yet, not only in my personal life, but in, in my business too, because I have had this knowledge and I understood, I understand it a lot more now than I did before, but it was a glimpse of what I'm describing here now is what I went through last year when I felt like, you know, that rug got pulled from under my feet and I, what was I going to do? And I didn't give up. I had to modify, mm-hmm. but I didn't give up and everything still worked out. That's right. Cause threes are like, I have plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I was so devastated. Excuse me. How rude. <laughs> yeah. How rude. And I made it work anyway. So this is like really the, the, the comfort that I have, that I, I want to make it a point to remind myself of that. I am going to make things happen regardless. Like there's just, just, just no way that I'm not going to do the things that I'm meant to do because hello, it's me. I always make it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in reminding myself of that, I can't let the foot off the gas when it's needed because of my family or because of the times or because of whatever, because at the end of the day, it's going to happen. No, nothing and no one is going to stand in my way of fulfilling my calling and making things happen. And that's why I believe I was trusted (laughs) with this calling because it doesn't matter what happens. I'm, I'm going to see it through. That's right. That's right. It's going to happen regardless. Yes. I love your belief. Absolutely love it. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, this has been so wonderful. I hate for it to end. I know, me too. (laughs) Talking about it for hours. I'm going to have to re-listen to this. Whenever I'm like in those, one of those moments, I'm going to skip to the part where you say, you're doing great, Marta. (laughs) Bookmark that. We'll create a little sound bite and you can just send it to me. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be helpful. So just let everybody know where they can find you online. Yeah. So I'm all in other social, all social media platforms as Marta Spurk. I have my podcast, the empowered woman podcast. I have my membership for uh, women entrepreneurs and we chat all about personal growth and business growth, content creation that is, um, in integrity with yourself and that is vulnerable and authentic. Um, and it's called the empowered woman school. So you can find all the information on my website, martaspurk.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and nerding out with me on the Enneagram. I always love it. I love speaking to you whenever I can. (laughs) I know. Me too. It's such a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the Unbox Your Personality podcast. To learn more about yourself, go to powercoachgen.com. Find out how you are different so you can make your difference.